Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Keepers of the Book. I'm your host, Maz, joined here with my co-host, Jordan. And today, we are talking about Words of Radiance, Chapter 72, all the way down to Chapter 77. Uh, including, of course, the interludes in between. In fact, mm-hmm. the interludes is actually something that I was more into than the actual chapters until the last few chapters. The early <laughs> chapters of this section, there wasn't a whole lot. I mean, it was more just... Um, I wonder if some of the people who listen to this, they're just like, what do you mean there wasn't a whole lot? There was all this, 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 and that. I, I mean, a whole lot as in, like, there's not a whole lot of discussion that can be had without it just, like... Oh yeah, that was cool. Like you're like a drone almost. Yeah, it sounded like you're just summarizing at that point, right? So for uh, the last few chapters, I think is when it started picking up more and got way more interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, Like such as Moash, Kaladin coming back up out of the chasm. Um, So Kaladin returned. Yeah, the the prodigal son returns. I loved the Bridge Four. They went out of their way. They still fulfilled their duty to Eleanor, but they also, you know, they, uh, like they skipped out on their, I think their meal breaks. Because they, they knew Kaladin was coming back. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. I love that. Um, like to have that faith. Like, just think about that. In that time period, how many things could murder you? And to have that faith that your leader is going to come back in a situation where ninety nine percent of the world would not come back from is that's oh, yeah. that's a lot of faith i mean even considering when they know that he has his powers that's still a lot i mean think about it right um the fall alone would have killed and did kill everyone except the two surge binders right and they and then the funny thing is is that they didn't even know that they were surge binders exactly they didn't know shallan at least was right so the fall killed everyone but the two surge binders and then they also had the chasm fiend to worry about and they had the high storm which the high storms are I'd say arguably more dangerous than the Chasm Fiend, right? I would. I mean, wouldn't you think so? I mean, I can see how people are like Chasm Fiend is going after you intentionally, but that's I think what makes a high storm so dangerous is like it right. doesn't even care about you. It's just tossing you all around. Yeah, you're just gonna die because it says so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is this is the reality of the life. All right, I <coughs> everything in right. the planes. Um, right. So yeah, it. Uh, Sadius had gotten to that bridge worker who like pulled that lever and they mm-hmm. all fell down. Mm-hmm. And I did think it was kind of funny early on in the chasm when they're both like kind of suspicious of each other. Like, how did she survive? How did <laughs> he survive? There's something wrong here. Yeah. And then they're both hiding the exact same power from each other. Okay. Exact same power as in they can, they're both surge binders. Right. Right. I, not. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, no, it, so this was cool. Um, and Kaladin and Shallan also got to see each other. They got to kind of open up and they see each other for their own past traumas. And when Kaladin kind of just judged Shallan as like, oh, you know, you're just a uh, wealthy light eyes, right? Right. He, like he did not judge her as an individual. He judged mm-hmm. her based off his preconceived notions for a larger group. And they kind of had an intimate moment, which... okay. Dude, I at this like point that. in the book, I, I like know that. I didn't like it because I love Adolin. I yes. love Adolin Shallan. That is like which I think is kind of funny because even Kaladin later, like he actually likes Shallan too, and he said like he in the in his POV he felt bad because he actually has come to really respect Adolin, and right. and even he concedes that Shallan and Adolin are a great match for each other, and I hundred percent agree. Yeah, and, and the here's warrior the and the mage. I mean, come on. 
that's Go like on. MMO. Well, I know. And you know what? I never thought about it like that. That's a super <laughs> cool way to think about it. I agree. And like, it's crazy because like, yes, you, again, <coughs> as a human, you would like to see Jalan and Paladin because they're powerful. I disagree. But, I'm a human and I want Jalan. Well, I just, I don't know. I, I think what you meant was the, uh, the word you meant to use was normies. That's right. I just came for all of you. All of you who normies. want Kaladin and Shalon are normies. <laughs> That's terrible. No, I'm just <laughs> but then again, I, I actually thought going forward, you know, moving forward, I think that they that they would have a chance together. But then Kaladin's not in any shape, way, or form able to have a relationship with a woman. There, there's just no way. The way his he's got brain too much emotional works, baggage. Yep. Mm-hmm. He needs to. Yeah. I mean, could. You- could you imagine if he had a relationship with Shalon, but then every now and then kept falling into the I hate light eyes? Yeah, that's just, that's not going to work. Yeah, it, it's it like, never will. I think you need to figure your stuff out. Adolin, on the other hand, in my opinion, I think he is like the, it's weird. I think he is the most reasonable character, period. Like, is he wrong sometimes? Yeah, absolutely. But I think he is the most reasonable. He's yes. honorable when he uh, needs to be. And he's like, it's like he figured himself out, and he knows what he's going to do, so he allows himself to play out in the world while also making the correct decision right. most of the time. The only issue that I think he has that I would say that he's not good at, and it's just you know young man issues, is that he's uh, – the way he handles women, like he couldn't just hold one down for longer than a couple like weeks, I think, at a time. Does he get, is it boredom? I don't think it was boredom. I think he himself knew that – they were just not meant to be. It just didn't feel right. With Shalon, it was different. Remember, right. like, Shalon, right away, it was just like, when we got his POV, I believe, it was like... He instantly got a... Yeah, he's like, I like this one. There's something yeah. different about this one. And, and was, to say it crudely, he got a male emotion about it. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think I think it's more so that she's not a woman of the court. So she's not playing this political game. She's not playing this... Uh, drama, like you know, she's not about the drama. She's like, I feel like the other women were maybe a little too like dramatic, not just dramatic, but they if they wouldn't say any, they wouldn't like make fun of him the way she does, right? And that's something Ooh, different. Yes. He, I don't yep. think he's dealt with that. He's probably dealt with a lot of yes men. Or I could agree with yes that. Women. So yes, women. <laughs> so yeah, um, I think that's why. Adolin really took to Shallan so much. And I could see that for sure because, I mean, when you're stuck in the same old drudge of, I'm not going to say this because I mean, the, when all the women are the same, when you see something unique, there's more appeal. Right, for sure. Um, I think that's just a, not just a man thing. I think that's just a human thing oh, in general. Absolutely. Like, you know... Different stuff kind of intrigues us. For some people, it scares them, but it's still an intrigue regardless. Right. And um, especially in this world, I mean, there would be a super appeal. You know, if she, if Adolin would have figured out up front that Shalon was a surge binder, there'd be even more of an oh, appeal. Yeah. Come I would think. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, this is good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, but, okay, so another thing I want to touch on before I forget Dalinar totally played Amaram, right? Like he like tricked oh. him. 
and and I honestly I don't remember exactly the details about it. He said something like he he let it leak that there was another um I think it's Talon's um honor blade, right? His surge or his shard blade. Yeah, the one the guy that was in the cuckoo house. Yeah, isn't that Talon? Uh I I I think I think about it, but I think. I thought it was, I could have sworn it was Talon this whole time. The the Herald. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I th- I think you're I think you're hundred percent right. Okay. So yeah, so it's his uh shard blade and apparently uh Dalinar bonded to it, I guess. And he left it there for one of Amaram's people to find. So then he said, you know, if you, I I, re- I figured that if you were willing to kill enough kill for one, you would be willing to steal for another for one. Um yeah. and yeah, he just he played him perfectly. I think which like begged the question for me. Can you have more than one shard blade? Uh I would assume. I would assume there's just probably per- repercussions. You know what I mean? Why like, would, would there assume... be repercussions? Like, what repercussions would there be? And what made, I... makes you think that there could be repercussions? Because Well, the reason I say that is because you would think that when you bonded a blade, there was something special there when you bonded it. Well, well the I, first I, one I gets so. jealous, maybe? I mean, I would guess you would call it jealous, <laughs> but I'd, like, I'd more so call it, like, like an internal conflict. Right. With the blade, you know what I mean? Which, I know we talked about this before, but I really, I hope wish is that Aelin and Dalinar Aelin more so than Dalinar are Knights Radiant which brings us the question where are their spren uh, before I get into that um, you said you think that they are or you want them to be I want them to be but I, but I also think that they are because there's a reason Syl likes them and Syl likes Dalinar in particular and, and Syl normally because... only likes somebody that's honorable I'm assuming yeah, so exactly and I, um, so and, you know she's an honor spren so yeah, but, what sense are we making out of that one? But here's the thing. Um, she's an honor sprint. Pattern, I don't think, is an honor sprint. He's a different kind of sprint. I but thought he was a lie sprint. At least that's what I picked up. Lie sprint? Oh, like, maybe he's a truth sprint, sprint right? Like, like, maybe they're the same, just... Just, like, opposite. different... Like, like he, he's a truth sprint who detects lies and whatnot, right? Like, yeah. Because, because so if like, you know what truth is, you know what a lie is, right? Um and I if guess. you're going to go, I, I feel like if you're a truth friend, you'd be more willing to point out lies than if you were a lies friend, I think. Uh, lies. And I also think that there is, um, even though I don't think she is, I think she's a light bringer, right? Or Who? Light bringer. A light, light watcher? No, I, don't, I don't remember. Light weaver? Light weaver. God, light watcher. I got you. I, I, think, I think she's a light weaver, but I'm pretty sure that there is a... a a knight's order that is a truth watcher or truth keeper or something like that. So I think I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that there is one. Uh, so that's yeah. It just it just makes me think that like, does it actually matter? Like, does the spring that bonds you matter in which knight's order that you become a part of? I personally don't think so. I I want to. I mean, I would I would hope so. Because what does a honor spring have to do with windrunner? Right, like, are uh, you telling me that the Windrunners were the only ones that were honorable? I don't know if I believe that because Stone Wardens oh, I would were the last ones. I definitely not believe that. I would definitely not believe that. Exactly. There's no. There, I mean, there's no way that. I mean, there at least has to be half of the Knights Radiance orders that are at least honorable. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. At least my thought process is that, you know, 
because you can't just do it with no. You couldn't just win a battle with wind runners. Yeah. Especially since the Parshindi are powerful. Yeah, I'm curious to see the storm farm, which I know that was a thing too. Uh, that I think there was a lot of them mm-hmm. bonding to storm form, which I'm I am really curious to see. Which her chapters, her interlude chapters, really intrigue me. But it's like I, I'm not getting enough information all at once to piece it together properly. You're, it's almost like you're just literally just getting. Yeah, it's drip fed content, and it's very well drip fed content. But, uh, yeah, anyways, back to the Amram thing. It is funny that he got, like, the job of Knight's Radiant, but then got fired, Disowned. like, a week after. Um, I wonder if he gets paid for that week. Uh, <laughs> Where's the check? So, Taravangian's interlude chapter. This one was fantastic. Um... It shows that he doesn't really have full... He's not confident in his control over Zeth. Yes. Right? And this Which is, is why... Which is crazy because he has his stone, right? Yeah, but he's afraid that someone might have stolen it. But right. it does interest me that... Or makes me more sure Reed. that I think that Kaladin and Zeth are going to become on the same side. Because if... If the only thing holding Zeth back, the reason I'm talking like this is because I'm thinking through everything. There, if if the stone, if the was it truth stone? Uh, yes, like truthless stone of truthlessness. Is that what it uh, is? Yeah. No, no, it's oh. it, but it's a, it's a, it's like a stone that binds. It's like a contract. Contract. Right. Yeah. So, we follow the original had, contract. Right. So he has, oh, <laughs> I Sorry. remember that. I'm uh, just rereading Mistborn and it's just amazing. Yeah, no. But so, anyways, yeah. Yeah. He, so you have to be holding that stone. Right. right. And he is no longer holding that stone. Then he's dead. Uh, and he's I think, dead. uh, I oh, think. yes, 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 yes. Right. Okay, I know. So I think the fact that he's so paranoid about that leads me to believe that Zeth, the only thing holding him back from becoming a good guy is the fact that Terravangian holds that stone. So do you think if Dalinar held the stone, he would obviously follow Dalinar's oh, yeah. order? So oh, yeah, then he'd be a, a good guy in our, you know, the way oh, we perceive it. Shizzles. Um, I did like the whole thing of, it seems to me, it really reminded me the whole thing about how he's like kind of dumb sometimes, or he has to spend a couple of days being dumb and then he can be like really smart. Doesn't that sound exactly like uh, Farukami? Um, like an exchange? Yeah, like he has to spend what is it, a couple of days being dumb, right? Or and then that means he gets like one day of just being a super genius, or like two days of being average intelligence. Right. That sounds 100% like uh, Farukami to me. Mm. You don't think so? He is, he, I mean, it's not the like con- he's storing conceptually, it. Conceptually. Yeah, I understand yeah. he's storing it, but I guess you could well, say we don't know what you, we don't know if he is storing it, right? We just know that it's done. We don't know if there's like some. So maybe like all of it's stored for one day. And then yeah. if he stores up a certain amount of days, it's. It's it's like um, 
I mean, could it be he's doing it into a Fabrio? Could it be that he's doing it into like a gemstone or a gem heart even, right? Oh, that's um, true. I never thought about it like that. But I, mean, the, that I understand that the process. magic system is not like that here, but it is all one universe. So that's that's the only reason I thought I threw but that the, out. Some of the same, some of the same, um, what I'm trying to say, some of the same principles can apply. It's just the system isn't the same. Right. Okay. Um, I see what you're saying. The, also, there's another group thrown into the mix now called the Diagram, uh-huh. which is really cool. Yeah. Um, so the Diagram is behind the attempted assassination of Dalinar, right? The Diagram. Yeah, Diagram is a, a, is trying to kill Dalinar, if I remember correctly. Yes. Now, this does make me question about the faction that really wants to kill Elakar. Because I do want to talk about Moash in a second, because that kind of got thrown in at the last second there. Um, but yeah, the diagram is someone, something that's going to be very heavily keeping an eye open for. Because there's the, what is it, the Ghostbloods? There's a diagram. Yes. There's whatever faction Moash is part of, which very well could be the diagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, just two different chapters of it, I guess. Um, two different cha- I never thought about it like that. Right. And then, the, of course, you got the 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 Voran religion people, the uh, the priests. What, what are they called? Uh, Ardents. You know, like they're I'm also keeping a mad eye on them because there's something up there for sure. They're they're lying. I 100% oh, yeah. still believe that they're lying. Now, seeing these, so we have two factions, the Diagram and the Ghostbloods. Seeing those two, wait, wait, right? The Diagram, diagram and the, the Ghostbloods, Ghost Bloods, yep. right. So there could be a third faction looming out there. We just haven't met them yet because Moash, you got, like you said, the Moash thing, along with Ghostbloods and the Diagram. So do you think that it's another chapter of the diagram, or do you think that it could be possibly another faction? Because I think I'm leaning more towards another faction. I don't think that he would go out of his way to do another fact, another chapter within the same faction. I because it, uh, yeah, okay, it, no, I think I think it has to be a different faction because Moash said that he wants to kill Elakar. To put Dalinar into the throne. It would be a very disjointed faction if one chapter is killing Elakar with the intention of putting Dalinar on the throne for another chapter within that same faction to also be trying to kill Dalinar. Right. So I, it I would think it has to be counterintuitive if, yeah. that was the pro- if that was the case. Now it could be just a really disjointed faction and, you know, Sanderson is just trying to woo me into a false sense of security, but yeah. Yeah, I can see that. But yeah, no, but Sanderson that... probably could th- pull you in a false sense of security. He does those things. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, the last thing I wanted to touch on was all those high princes: Aladar, Tabario, mm-hmm. Royan, Ryan. Ro- um, um, yes, it's so, close. I think. Yeah. So he, so them three joined Dalinar, and Aladar seems kind of trustworthy, but you know he was a very close Sadius one. But when we got saw from Sadius's POV, he was not happy that Aladar joined up with Dalinar. Mm-hmm. Um, but Aladar's reasoning makes sense, right? He's just like you know, if you're right, uh, and not just that, like Sabario and Royan are like the weakest. 
So if I don't follow up and you win, like it just makes the rest of us look really weak. So mm-hmm. I can't have that happen. So it's funny that their culture, which kind of went against Dalinar and his uh, teachings, I guess, kind of yeah. played into their like in their favor in this moment. So mm-hmm. that was kind of interesting to see. Great. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I, I don't. This section wasn't a whole lot that happened. I mean, if you were to sum it up, it was basically Kaladin and Shalon got out of the chasm. Right. Um, Amram got fired. <laughs> and Amram got fired. Yeah, he got fired. But yeah, so that was. I, mean, I guess that's technically right. I guess he did technically get fired. So, yeah. It was more like, a, I mean, and it's the way that Dalinar did that was amazing. I mean, honestly. Yeah, it really was. Um, it, and I again, this goes back to Kaladin. It's like, can you just wait a second? Let him do his intelligence gathering. Let him do his investigation. You want the guy to just take your word for it against the word of a friend that he's had for decades. Like, right. just give him some time. Uh, so that was kind of frustrating. But yeah, uh, like you said, it was just very brilliantly done by Dalinar. I was really impressed. Yeah, I liked how he – it was like almost he played him right into it because I think Dalinar originally knew because he trusted Kaladin. He originally knew something was up. Something was wrong with Amaram and the way Kaladin saw Amaram because the rest of society saw Amaram as an honorable man. So, you know, seeing Dalinar go after him like this was really good to – for me at least to see that Dalinar doesn't just – Take what Kaladin has to say, and it's null and void. Yeah. Oh, one last thing I did want to touch on. Taravangian, um, burning all those cities. Like, he's uniting them, right? In right. his mind, he's uniting them. And that that was that kind of slap in the face, so I completely forgot about that. Uh, that he's doing what he, he's, he, in his mind, he's continuing Gavilar's work. Mm-hmm. He's preparing them for the Voidbringer. So this completely throws everything out of the loop for me because now I'm just like, wait a second. I thought he was trying to be on the side of the Voidbringers, but he's uniting the country, the world under one kingdom. Right. And remember, I said a while back that, like, what if Unite Them doesn't even mean Alethkar? What if Unite Them means the entire world? Like, Dalinar's thinking too small. And that, that could very well be the case. Yeah. So I mean, this is why I was just like, man, this is interesting. Uh, I think. His way of doing it is not just wrong, but also wouldn't work even if he got his plan executed because you can't just kill a bunch of kings across and then just inherit the kingdom and then like, all right, here we go. Now let's go fight. Right. This takes a while to cultivate relationships between Trust, different cultures. I mean, hell, they can't even, Dalinar can't even unite all of the Alethi kingdoms, right? Right. You're telling me you're going to unite all these different kingdoms that are like not even culturally the same. And that don't even like you half the time. Exactly. Like, could you imagine Harbranth, which is a more maritime, uh, economically powerful, just a, a merchant city mm-hmm. uniting with the Alethi culture, which is like more warlike, like, you know, just battle, hoorah, hard Yeah, passivity like, versus yeah. aggressiveness. Yeah, it uh, doesn't work. So it's going to take some, some time. But yeah, no, that was the last thing I wanted to touch on. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about before we wrap up? No, to be honest with you, the they were they were good reads these last chapters. They were really yeah. good reads. But as far as talking about anything super interesting, it's more of a 
a hit and go kind of thing. Yeah, I agree. Which directly leads us in the next session because section because next time we'll be covering up chapter seventy eight to the end of the book because I am pretty confident in Sanderson's ability to hold me for the last however many chapters many and not chapters let me go that? to the bathroom or eat or Sleep. do my work or go to sleep. Sanderson oh, abuses me a lot with his books. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, you only have probably 10 chapters, give or take. Yeah. It's it's it's, it's going to be a lot, but I think it's going to go. I, the, when he gets closer to the end, a lot of chapters start becoming very small. And yes. It, it becomes a lot of battles and whatnot. And I so feel I'm like once you get towards the end, you start reading a little bit faster than yes. your normal pace. Yes, I agree. I agree. I think it's the middle part is when it kind of starts to get, not necessarily get draggy, but it becomes kind of disheartening to continue reading because it feels like you're not getting progress. Uh, right. At the beginning. Yes. But at the end, dude, when he starts hitting the avalanche, oh, it's like, it's oh, game on. Oh, my God. This is beautiful. I'm, uh, I'm almost done with the first book of born again and he's getting towards the end and i'm like this is this it I ex- can't. mistborn still accelerates at a pace i don't think i've quite seen from sanderson sense yeah even a sanderson level like i don't even think way of kings accelerated that much and i'm gonna have to see how it does for word uh words of radiance but Mistborn mm-hmm. book one especially kind of went like okay and then just dumped everything all at once so it right. was it was kind of cool Love but it. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you all next time.